You're listening to Agents of Humanity. Presented by the Nicholas Center. The podcast that features conversations about being human. Hosted by individuals who just happen to be on the autism spectrum. Produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Welcome to Agents of Humanity, presented by the Nicholas Center and produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. New episodes will be available every two weeks on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Join us for each episode as our hosts, who just happen to be on the autism spectrum, talk about everyday life as a human. Sometimes we'll interview very special people, and sometimes we will have conversations between us. In the end, we'll always ask the question, how do you make the world a better place? And become your own agent of humanity! Welcome to Agents of Humanity. I'm Robert. I'm Jason. I'm Tara. And today we have uh, Bridget Shipman, the author of A Mother's Guide Through Autism here. Uh, very lovely book um, very, very lovely book written by herself and her son, Joseph Shipman. Uh, Bridget, welcome to the podcast. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with all of you. Uh, we're, very, we're, we're very excited to have you. So uh, I guess we'll start by uh, we are very interested to learn more about the book A Mother's Guide Through Autism. So can you give in your own words about what both both both. Like it's 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 like two separate books in one. So can you give give give, give us in in your own words what the book is about? Yeah. Yes, I would love to. So honestly, this book came um, out very quickly. Uh, Joseph and I wrote this in three months. Um, it was an idea that that um, just came to Joseph and I because Joseph and I. We're talking to each other and collaborating, and I thought it would be cool to write a book from my perspective as his mother, and then Joseph write his perspective as being the person who is is autistic. And the idea is to help anyone, really, either if you are autistic or you're a parent, especially a mother of of a child that's autistic to really just find peace and acceptance and that honestly that you you all and my son are um the best teachers of of my life and I'm sure others and so we wanted to help others understand autism better and that's what we wrote about that's um, uh, that's very, 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 very interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I yeah. we we don't have many. Honestly, we don't have many like viewpoints of autism from 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 an autistic person themselves. So I feel that's a very insightful perspective to provide to people. I feel. I agree. I agree with you, and that's why Joseph's part of the book um, is so important. But just briefly. He he really took a lot of time and thought in what he did write because he wanted to make sure he represented himself and others as well as he could. 
Very, very interesting. Very interesting. So, uh, Jason, I believe you have the next question. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Um, I do remember this. <clears throat> Bridget, would you tell us the hope that you would like to offer to our listeners? Okay. I just want to make sure that I answer this to the best of my abilities. The hope that I want to offer, because actually that's what Joseph, my son, and I do. We offer knowledge, hope, and inspiration in our work. And the hope is that rather than looking at uh, as a parent, I can only speak from being a mom because that's who I am. As a mom, my hope is that other mothers see this uh, diagnosis as, as not daunting, but as something that is um, going to teach them and teach the world how to be a better person. My hope is that we just learn how to accept the differences in different ways people express themselves and who you, who you are, who my son is, and um, that we can learn from it. I, I think you all are great teachers. That's what I think. That's my hope. Thank you very much for saying that. Um, oh, I um, loved it. Yeah, honestly, I honestly, autism can be be a very big blessing for people because it allows people to like hyperfixate on like very important tasks sometimes. Mm -hmm. I feel like so it can allow people to like hyperfixate on stuff. So on stuff that's really important. So yeah. I I believe that. I really, really believe that. And um I'm so proud um just to be a part of this community. It's my honor, honestly. I'm just I just got Joseph picked me for a reason to be his mom and I'm so blessed and i am a much much better person because of joseph yes i agree yes yeah. count me in so tara tara <laughs> i believe you go next <laughs> yeah. yeah um i think being a mom is a great thing to be in the world i guess yes it is so bridget what are some questions you are asked about autism well, what what I'm curious about is how how you all are are living your lives as autistic people, you know, as an adult, because I've watched my son and I'm just curious what your views are like your this beautiful work you're doing. I'm so proud of all of you, really. I, I want to know how you feel about what you're doing today. Well, well, I guess, I guess, should um, should I start first or? Uh, Robert, why don't you start? Um, I feel that it's very important to share, share, sharing the, uh, con share, sharing about autism and people who've actually lived with autism or, or, yeah, or had loved ones with it. I feel that it's, it's, um, I feel that this book is very important because it gives insight that a lot of people don't really have about autism and, and like what it is, what it allows us to see. Um, um I, yeah, I mean, in, yeah, in terms of my personal experience with autism, I mean, I struggled with attention issues in high school. It was so, so basically at home, my mom's, my, yeah, my mom's voice was really soothing to me. So like she guided me through all the lessons again at home, uh, like after I went to school that day. So so it was very tough, 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 but we got through it. We got through it. 
um, I got a college degree because uh, of my, my, yeah, my parents' work. So it was very, very tough, tough, but we got through it. Yeah. Oh, that I, I'd love to hear that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations on your degree. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And who I'm would, Robert. yes, 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 Jason. Thank you. Yes. I mean, how did, I mean, her question was how, 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 how does autism, affect you in your daily life how does it affect you yeah how does it affect you jason and yeah and how yeah yeah yes and like what did your fam 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 family do to help you with autism um okay um well my mom and dad helped me a lot of activities over the years because it used to be uh, yeah i used to be so smart at everything there still are you're a smart kid. Yeah, because I like all of you. Oh, uh, thanks, G. Mm-hmm. We like you too. Yeah. <laughs> how how does autism affect you personally, and how did like your family help you get through your needs as an autistic individual? Yeah, I know what autism is, but people have different. Yeah. Um. Side <laughs> um. I know autism is like people that have like different um like different sides that we don't understand like they're nonverbal or verbal or to make like special noises like uh, like something like that mm-hmm. um i'm not trying to be mean or anything that's how they speak they're like nonverbal person i've seen i've seen it for the past years that i go different places yeah i think that's great yeah and i know that's a big question so as as the answers come to you, you can always come back to it. But yeah, I just want to know how you're doing and and how your life is. Well, I'm doing good with autism. People just don't understand what autism is. Exactly. So how can you help us understand what it is? Um, write, write it in a journal or something or a diary and then show everyone. So do you do better writing than speaking and how you feel? Yeah, either one is fine. Because, you know, the more you share, the more that helps me personally understand autism. Yes, yes, I agree. I mean, I've shared a lot with my mother and stuff about what I'm feeling and stuff. I was very close with my mother, the other, obviously. Uh, my yes, my dad did well. Well, of course, uh, too. But I, but but but, but my mom was really when it was with me the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, just a little story to help you as we're talking about this and the book, a mother's guide through autism. That name came from a conversation that I had with Joseph, because yeah. I asked Joseph, Joseph, what have I been to you? in your life as your mother. And he said three things very quickly. First, he said, hmm, nothing, nothing's coming to me. And I said, that's okay. And then he said, no, wait, you're like a wise old man sitting on a mountain, stroking your long beard. I said, oh, cool. So I'm wise. And he said, no, no, no. No, wait. He said, you're more like my tour guide of life. 
So I have been his tour guide trying to show him how to get through his life. And so that's what a mother's guide through autism means. It's how I was to my son in his life. So that's why I asked you that question. How how have you been guided and how do you how are you doing? I love the program you're in. It sounds like you all are doing very well. Yeah. We um, thank it. you very much. Thank yeah. you very much. Uh, we all did good. Uh, I guess I'll ask my second question. Uh, can can you talk about the um, can I have the book, Jason, for a sec? Do you like the the uh, the, okay. the uh, design idea for the book? Like how it was designed, like the, the design idea, like the cover idea. Oh, yeah. What a great question. Um, and thank you for noticing that. Because yeah. that is um, one of the things that was really important to us. And actually, the editors and publishers weren't quite sure if they would be able to pull that off because they'd never done a book this way. But the front cover, A Mother's Guide Through Autism, is who I am. And that's what I feel as a mom. So I wanted it to be represent the mother's point of view and how I feel. And then when you flip the book over, it is a direct metaphor of how Joseph is viewing his life and his world. So it's day and night. And although we've been together sharing our journey with autism, mine is very, very different than Joseph's. And if you look closely to the book cover on Joseph's side of the book, so it's a flip metaphor of two different perspectives living with autism. And Joseph came up with, you have to look very closely because he is all about details. Um, He sees things I don't see. There's a man sitting at the top of the mountain looking up at the stars, and that represents Joseph. So you wouldn't be able to really see see it unless you're all about detail because Joseph is an artist and that that's something he added to the book cover himself. I see it. It's down below here. Yeah. Isn't um, that interesting? Um, um I will say this. The book is very is very interesting with the uh two sides. I love the fact that you put put both perspectives in a singular product. Um can um can you tell tell us about the butterflies on the on the on the cover? Uh, oh, yeah. What what's, do they stand what's for? The idea of the butterflies? <laughs> oh, thank you for asking that. You all are so you guys are really good at asking um meaningful questions. Yeah. You yeah. see the details like my son. I love that. So the butterflies, um, since I was a little girl, I have been drawn to butterflies. Uh, I didn't really understand it, um, but I've I've always loved butterflies. And as I had, I call them life tsunamis. So when something big happens to me that is hard, how I recover um, is all about healing my heart. And so the orange butterflies represent joy and healing and love. And healing the heart. Healing the heart. I wonder what that means. Yeah. So you wonder what healing the heart means? Is that your question? Uh, yeah. uh, he, uh-huh. He wants to know okay. what healing the heart means. Okay, sure. Um, so what that means is have have you ever had someone hurt your feelings 
Like you, you feel bad about something that happened in your life. Did you ever get your feelings hurt? Uh, hmm. Maybe all of us did. Sure. Yeah. 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 Every, everybody gets sad sometimes. Yeah, sad. So sometimes when you feel sad, um, it, it it's how can you feel better? And this this book for me, being a mom, and some of the of the things that I. I felt sad about, I feel wonderful about now. Now I feel nothing but joy and, and love in my heart because I, I found a way to make myself feel better. Nice. Yeah. Very, very intriguing. Very, very, yeah, very nice. Very, very nice. Actually, I want to just say something. I know it's about the butterfly metaphor. Yeah. Um, um, you know how like butterflies are created, right? The the uh, the uh, cocoon stuff. So yeah. So 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 in a way, it could be met. It 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 could be a metaphor for for a situation that was bad, but now became great. But that 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 that, that, that maybe, maybe you didn't know what was gonna happen at first. Yeah. But became amazing. Right. You, you are hitting it exactly point on. And that's what I love about visiting with, with the three of you is that you're very profound, you're very um, profound and insightful and you see things that maybe others don't get. And so I love these questions. You're doing a great job. I have to say um, all on your own. So yes, exactly what what you're talking about. I I think that the whole purpose, if you will, is to look at things. Actually, my whole life coach training is based on the metamorphosis of the butterfly. The the the, the metamorphosism, yes. Yes. Yeah, and at the 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 fourth part of the metamorphosis of the butterfly is when the butterfly finally breaks free out of the the cocoon and is that the butterfly has to do it all by itself you can't help the butterfly lift its wings and fly away the butterfly has to do it its own way on its own and that's the beauty of the butterfly is you learn how to fly on your own in your own unique way just like the butterfly Yes, 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 yes. Um, Wow, I do understand. Wonderful. That that seeing that makes my heart happy. (laughs) That 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 came to you. My mom is working on a cookbook. Your mother's working on a cookbook. Yeah. Lovely. Tell me about it. Well, all of us get together and well, she's finding recipes for everyone so to try it. Lovely. What's your favorite recipe? I haven't seen the book yet, but I'll pick one what's best for me. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see it. Um, I'll I'll try. Joseph likes to cook too. So once your mom has her cookbook out, uh, Joseph and I will try some recipes from that book. Okay. Oh, the Nicholas Center's creating it. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Do any of you have a favorite uh, recipe that you're gonna put uh, in the book? Uh, 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 I haven't actually done mine yet. I don't know, so we'll see. Though I do cook as well, so we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're just gonna have to wait and see. 
So obviously my next question ties, 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 ties into like the name of the podcast, Agents of, of, of Humanity. Uh, so, 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 so we ask this to every guest we have. Uh, how do you feel you make the world a better place? Well, just to give, to answer that question, I'm going to offer you just a little bit of my own uh, metamorphosis as a butterfly. And that is that my heart is about teaching. I've been a teacher for many, many years. Now I'm a life coach. And so how I feel I've contributed is one student at a time. And I I look at each of you and I see your beauty, your unique beauty. And what I love to do is help you or whomever I'm working with figure that out for themselves. Because most, most kids that I've worked with and most young adults and even older adults don't feel like they're enough or they that they feel good about themselves. They haven't healed their own heart. And I'm helping them find and discover their unique beauty so that they can fly like the butterfly. Yeah. Yeah, butterflies are so neat. They are, and they they are beautiful. And that's what I see in, in each person that I work with or that I have taught. And I have students, I live in a small town, and I have taught a lot of kids. And I have coached a lot of adults uh, where I live. And I will go out to the grocery store or anywhere that I go. And I promise you that I hear somebody say, Hey, Miss Shipman, and they'll come tell me what they're doing now with their life. And that makes my heart sing because they're happy and they're doing well. And that's how I feel like I contribute to humanity and the work that you all are doing and that I'm doing. Oh, yes, yes. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, Jason, that so, was nice. So uh, I guess. So, so, so there's been a lot there, there's been a lot of discussion about healing during this podcast. So, so I guess I'll, so I guess I'll answer a question that we also asked you, I guess, but so I guess I feel by no, 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 that I'm unique. I can do things that uh, other people can't. I have friends now. I have less anxiety. I mean, I heal, 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 heal in a lot of ways, I guess, since my diagnosis, which, which by the way was actually. Which which actually was very late. I was diagnosed around sixteen. I knew I had had it for many years before then, but I was diagnosed officially at sixteen. So, yeah. Why do you think it took so long to get your diagnosis? Um, I guess. Well, yes. Well, I was in the special ed system. My yes, my entire entire like school career. But uh, I guess it took so long because. I guess I didn't need to be legally diagnosed by then. I guess I need to be diagnosed by then, maybe. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not embarrassed about the bad about the bad I have autism, but uh, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It takes so long because I really didn't need to be diagnosed until sixteen. I just, yeah, 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 yeah. I just didn't really need to be. Yeah, but it's an important thing to know about yourself, just you yeah. know, because it's it's part of your journey, but I, I can see exactly why that is. You're so intelligent. 
I can see that you have so many gifts and the autism diagnosis is really explains why your gifts are your gifts are. So I think it just helps you learn about yourself. So well done. Yes. Okay. 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 Um, so for you guys, uh, same question. How do you uh, make yourself feel better, 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 better about autism or just the general problems you may, may, may sometimes have? How, how, how do you make yourself feel better, better about it? Seeing you guys every day, I guess. Uh, very sweet, Tara. Very sweet. Very sweet, Tara. Yeah. yeah. Very sweet. Like always, when you're having difficulties sometimes, what do you do to make yourself feel better about yourself? You always, always do the right thing. Uh, profound. Okay. okay. Does that count? Robert? Yeah. Um, yeah. if you want to be your friend, um, be nice and get along with each other. Yes. 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 Um. Yeah. So. Okay. So. What advice and knowledge would offer families who have a child? or family member with autism? What advice do I have? Oh my, well, that is a big question. So I'll do my best to answer it. The what advice do I have for families that have uh, the diagnosis of autism for for their children? Is that what I heard? I want to make sure I heard it correct. Yes, yes, that is what you heard, yes. yes. Okay, so that's a big question that I think is a very good question. So I'll do my best to answer it. My best advice from my personal experience as a mom who has had um, a child on the spectrum for 31 years, my best advice is to know that you're going to be okay, your child's going to be okay, and you're going to find a way to make a difference in the world because of this diagnosis. So it feels like sometimes that it it's bad news when you get a diagnosis of autism and you all have talked about your own personal challenges as an autistic person, right? And as a parent, it is a lot of times a sad diagnosis just because you worry as a mom or you worry, I worried a lot. I would say, take it one day at a time, enjoy your beautiful child, because all I have to do is think of my son, Joseph, smiling at me, and I have the best day. So find the good in each and every day and know that you'll be okay. And it's a blessing, a blessing in disguise. Have you ever heard that term or that phrase blessing in disguise? That's what it is. It's a wonder. It's it's a wonderful journey. Yes, yes. One, but it's wonderful. Yeah. I have another question. <laughs> this is good. Very, 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 very lovely yeah, answer. Very, very yeah, lovely answer. I have another question, Miss Bridget. Absolutely. Um, how was it to get a master's degree in education leadership? How was that? It was hard, and I'll tell you why. I was fortunate enough, my husband and I made the decision to stay home. I was a stay-at-home mom with Joseph. And then I had our second son five years later. And my my youngest son, Jacob, was only one year old when I went back and got my master's degree 
And it was hard because I had two kids, but I loved every minute of it. And what I didn't, I didn't plan on getting it. I was just going to get extra education to keep my degree as a teacher in case I wanted to go back and teach. Ended up that because of that master's degree, I got to have a really cool job later in life. And I got to oversee what's called a career academy in education, very similar to what you all are doing, where you have the community come in and give you guys really cool opportunities as an adult and give help you get jobs and do all the lovely and powerful work you're doing. I got to do that. So getting my master's degree was a really great thing that I did. And I'm so happy I did it because it gave me choices in my career. Very nice. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Very, very inspiring. Very, very inspiring. Yeah, to hear inspiring. It. That is very inspiring. Very. Yeah. I mean, the Nicholas Center, I think, is sim sim similar to your degree because it's given us so much, the Nicholas Center. I will say that the Nicholas Center is a wonderful place that helps people with autism gain employment. It helps. Um, basically, how helps us be the best people we can be? I feel and helps unlock the 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 potential of autistic individuals the same way you unlock potential as an ed, 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 education major. Yeah, well, I I love hearing all about your stories and the work that you're doing at the Nicholas Center, and my hope is that there's a Nicholas Center in every state that that kids uh, young adults can attend just like you because what a great blessing you have um uh, we'll get there eventually we hope so too we, we we hope so too we'll hopefully get there eventually uh well i'm in arkansas and i can tell you that we need one in arkansas so come to arkansas we will when we can um so <laughs> i guess uh yeah so 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 i guess for jason tara can you talk about the skills you've learned from being at the Nicholas Center? Uh, you go first, Tara. Um, being at the Nicholas Center for many, many years has helped me. It has? Tell, tell me how. How has being at the Nicholas Center helped you? To see all my friends and uh, my job coaches and doing interesting things, delivering laundry, lending a hand or something. Oh, we, ha we have creative arts. We have the chocolate lab. Oh, um, we have the we have the chocolate lab that makes like chocolates and other stuff. It's really good. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically yeah, it's basically it's like a chocolate delivery service. We basically do things for weddings and stuff. Uh, we basically like deliver like candy uh. and stuff. Um, some some <laughs> some some are like uh some 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 like ed ed we we do some ed edible arrangements type stuff as well. Uh, like uh, for fruits and chocolate, I think as well. Yeah. Oh, talk talk about the cruise cantina. What yep. we do? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, this was an an an, an idea there that was come come up a while ago. Uh, so basically, we go around the group that does cruising cantina because we because they they do it twice a day. We go around to all the Spectrum Enterprises and we and we basically deliver snacks and stuff to each Spectrum Enterprise. So oh. so uh, so uh, basically. Whatever, so whatever building the participant is in, they can get like a snack or something if they need it. Uh, but yeah, it's it 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 it's a cool system that we run. It's a cool system that we run. That sounds so lovely. 
What other things do you all do at the Nicholas Center? Um, 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 we do, well, well, we do, we, we, we just started making smoothies recently. That's a cool thing. To, cool They're thing really to do. good. You should try some. The, uh, the, 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 the Navigator News yeah. with Amanda, um, uh, create, um, 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 creative arts. We do, uh, suds deliver it. We, we deliver laundry for the enterprises sometimes. We uh, put up we we put out calendars to Port Washington businesses, and and uh, we're doing something new actually called Port Provides, which I'm really proud of. Basically, uh, yeah. during COVID, there 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 were a lot of, I guess, people who needed supplies like cleaning supplies, toothpaste, toothbrushes, stuff like that. So we basically worked with like um, church churches and and a synagogue to get these supplies out to people who needed them, like a charity operation. The people who need it. Wow. That's a lot of good stuff. So I'm going to ask, a, I don't know if this is a hard question or not. This may be an easy question. Uh, we're going to find out. But I would love to know out of all the things that you do, because that's a lot of cool stuff you just shared with me. What is the, the your most favorite experience that you get to experience at the Nicholas Center? What do you um, love about Um. I don't really have one. I love everything that we do so much. I love everything that we do so much. I can't really pick one, but if I, I mean, I mean, I don't want to make anyone uh, <laughs> yeah, upset, but, but yeah, but I guess just for uh, this, uh, this uh, conversation, I'll say Spectrum Designs. I love working at, on, on t-shirts. I'm an artistic type person. I love working on t-shirts and stuff like that it's i'm 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 a very artistically minded person so i love just doing that and yeah and creative arts and not navigator news i love being able to like write stuff and have people read it it's a lovely feeling i bet because that's your gift and there's nothing wrong with that we all have our favorite things and that's fun so jason tara what do you like doing most at a nicholas center Going out in the community. <laughs> Same here. Delivering the newsletters. Yeah. Um. Why do you guys like it? Why do you guys yeah. like it? Well, to give out information, what we do in each program. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we've been working on the media yeah. lab, right? Yeah. Writing stuff yeah. down. Yeah, typing the articles. Yeah, typing the articles. Yeah. Like, That's what we do here. Like you wrote about M&M's. Yeah. The milk chocolate. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Yes, yes. Exactly. I love M&M's. You do? Yeah. So if I come and visit the Nicholas Center, well, will I get to see some of the cool things you're doing? Um. Yes, yes, yes. yes, Absolutely. Certainly. Absolutely. absolutely. We do tours all the time. Please come. We'd love to have you. Yeah. I would love to come visit. Yeah. I'm planning on coming at the end yeah. of October, if all goes well. So we'll see. Yeah. 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 You are going to love it. Yeah. I know I'm going to love it. That's why I'm coming. I'm so excited. Tell us about some beautiful stories you have helping people deal with grief, heartbreak, and feeling lost. I'm glad you asked that question because I am actually, as you guys know, I'm a teacher. So I have created a group coaching program called Embrace 
embracing your, it's all about embracing your life after grief. And it's, it's a program for moms and it starts on September 5th. And so I'm just going to share briefly one, one story. Um, I share, I share my story in the book, but I work, I work with moms from all over the world and one of the the beautiful moments that comes to my mind right now is when a mother was able to to accept the diagnosis of autism and just see her child for who she was not not the diagnosis if that makes sense to you because you're all beautiful individuals and when you get that diagnosis you you don't see Sometimes you don't see your child the same way when they're the same person sitting in front of you. It's just the only difference is now they have a diagnosis where maybe 30 minutes ago they didn't. So that's one of my stories of uh, that I love because she looked like what we talked about earlier. I could see her heart feel better and she wasn't sad she cried, but they were happy tears of, oh my goodness, thank you so much, because now I, I'll i be able to enjoy my time with my child as a mom instead of being in constant worry and sadness. So she, she shifted the way she accepted the autism diagnosis for her child. And that is so important because now you can enjoy life more so and and feel more joy in your life rather than staying stuck in the diagnosis and what everyone says is going to happen doesn't mean that's going to happen because they told me my son would would not be able to live independently and guess what he lives independently so it's all about just accepting it and and letting your heart feel better. And and that's a beautiful story for, for me, because she, she went from being devastated to going, Oh, my goodness. I get it now. Very, very beautiful answer. Very, 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 very touching. Very, very touching answer. So very Uh, wonderful. So thanks for coming, coming on to Agents of Humanity. It was a very big pleasure to have you. Um, um, for, 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 for those in our audience, you can buy a mother's guide through autism as well. Yeah. Yes. As well as, uh, can you... <laughs> yep. um, you can buy a mother's guide through, through autism, as well as through the eyes of the guided on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, wherever, wherever you got your books. Um, and, and to our listeners, Bridget will be presenting a special offer event on author. Yes. On October 24th. This event will be in person and available via live stream. Go to tmcnewyork.org for more event information. So, yes. So, uh, thank you for coming, com- coming, Bridget, Bridget, Bridget. Thank you, Miss Bridget, for coming on. Thank you, Miss Bridget. We we are very grateful to have you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you um, for joining you- us. We will be right back.
This is George, Fred, and Jason, the co-leaders of Speak, interrupting to say that we hope you're enjoying this episode, but please make sure to check out our new show, The Speak Podcast, another great show produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. New episodes available every two weeks on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Each Speak Talk is about six to ten minutes in length, and the talks are given in storytelling format. There are three key moments in each Speak Talk. The moment of truth, the moment of transformation, and the moment of impact. We host pop-up events all over the world, and now we're bringing our talks to your device. Join us on the Speak Podcast as our speakers step onto the stage and into the spotlight with impactful ideas and stories. We'll let you get back to the show you were listening to, another great podcast from Launchpad 516 Studios. You're listening to Agents of Humanity, presented by the Nicholas Center and produced by Lunchpad 516 Studio. This is sort of like an extra discussion for the three of us about what being autistic means and how we overcame the challenges of, of being autistic and of hope, inspiration, and knowledge. Um, me personally, I feel very hopeful for the future of people with, um, autism. I feel that there's a lot more opportunities for people with autism. Um, and be, because we can hyperfixate so much on various different aspects of really important jobs. I feel that people will be more willing to hire us because they know we can do uh, the best job uh, possible with the, uh, uh, jobs that we are given. Do you know what makes me feel better? Singing like Michigan J Frog. Singing, dancing, and talking to my friends always makes me feel better. What makes me happy is coloring, collaging, and taking daily walks. Um, very insightful answers from, from the both of you. I feel that the future is very bright for autistic individuals as more and more people get diagnosed with it every, every, every single day it's becoming more prevalent. I very much feel that in the future there'll be much many more autistic, um, autistic inclusive spaces in jobs, in, in hopefully public, public places as well. Um, and uh, my follow-up question is what do you guys hope will happen for the future of autistic individuals? In the future, I would like to see people being nice to each other, follow the laws, and see happy faces. In the future, I, w- I would like to see myself independent. In the future, I will feel so handsome. Also, I want to gain more work skills. Working at all the Enterprises. Thanks for your answers, guys. The future of people with autism is very bright. Um, I want to talk for a sec about knowledge now. Um, I feel that because of hyperfixations that autistic individuals may have, we can be way more knowledgeable in certain subjects than the regular people. We 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 can even do some some something like Tamil Grandin did. She found ways to do things that no one had even thought of. So I feel. Like asking, how does having autism make you more knowledgeable about topics? I feel knowledgeable 
by focusing on my task. I feel knowledgeable when I work hard and learn more. I think overall, Bridget's conversation gave us a very big insight into what it is to be a parent with an autistic child and how to help other parents who have autistic children as well. Um, what do you guys think of our conversation with Bridget? I love it. And it's inspiring. The information that she said is really special. The more people to hear about this. So thank you for your answers, guys. Um, thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed our conversation with Bridget. I know I did. It was very insightful to have her on here. Um, and um, hopefully we, we will see you next time for uh, another another Agents of, of Humanity podcast. Um, bye. Bye. Um, thank you. Thank you and goodbye. Until thank you and goodbye. Time. That's a wrap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Agents of Humanity is produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Executive produced by George Andriopoulos. Our theme song, The Neverless Sea Preservative. It's by Bonnie Grace. Music and sound effects licensed through Epidemic Sound. Agents of Humanity is hosted with Podbean. This podcast is presented by the Nicholas Center, a human services agency that's revolutionizing the way autistic people learn, live, and work. Make sure to subscribe to this feed wherever podcasts are available and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts while you're at it. Follow the Nicholas Center at the Nicholas Center on Facebook, at Nicholas Center on Instagram, and at Nicholas-Center on LinkedIn. Visit our website, tncnewyork.org, for more information, upcoming events, or to donate. Please make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios.